He is the number five bantamweight in the world. He is coming off a huge main event against Rob Font. It is Cheeto Vera, one of my favorite people on the UFC roster. And we had him take an Uber, which I paid for, all the way from Orange County during rush hour to Calabasas. But he's on this week's Food Truck Diaries and I'm feeding him messy burgers. Let's go. Now I got a big one. Yeah, I do. Last night went late. Yeah, we had a sick one. Yeah, very drunk. Yeah, and I like options. I Mr. Don't Cheeto like Vera. What's up, brother? All good. Good to see you again, man. Good to see you too. Thank you for doing this, dude. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. God, just, just the the confidence, man. <laughs> Look at you, dog. And then the the what is what is this? What is this? The Roly now? I mean, you can't be ranked number five in the world and not have a Rolex, son. No, there's a there's a rules in the book that say you know each. Each step you go up, you gotta get something new. You right? have to, man. Both. Yeah, how you feeling, brother? Feeling great, man. I'm healthy, in good shape. Yeah. Just won a big fight, but I'm. I fucking let the thing in the past. I'm ready to keep kicking ass, and I'm hopeful to get number one contender and get that belt later. Yeah, cause you look at la la when last time you were on here. I mean, what, probably two years ago. Two wait, but even before, it's almost three years ago. You think about how your career has evolved, like, man, you're coming off some big ass wins, man. You know, like yeah. that Rob Font, you know, Rob Font's a killer dude. He's a good fighter. Yeah, and it was such a good fight, man. And, you know, he's obviously known, you know, the New England cartel, you know, the Whitey Boulder cartel over there. So he has great coaching. That's the main event. To me, it was like that fight for you where you've had him, you had him hurt a number of times. You start off a little slow, which you're kind of known for, and then it was just like this tidal wave, dude. You could see, I was like, man, how much punishment can he take? He took a lot of damage. I believe they should stop it on round four. Agree. But at the end of the day, it's not my fucking problem. If the referee want to stop it and the guy is tough enough, I'm going to give it to them. Yeah, but I think this shows what type of dude you are. And I know this, you know, we talk off camera, like you're such a good person, such a good dad, you're a kid, you have such a big heart. I felt like that it could have even got worse for him. Like you were being cool even in that fight. Like I felt like it could have got even uglier for him. Yeah, I, I felt there was a spot that could finish it. I could step on the gas because the gas like, is not an issue for me. Yeah. I'm running 13, 15 miles all the time. So for me, I can step on the gas. I personally, I felt I could finish it, but I also felt I wanted the five round experience and kind of like get away with it. And But I think too, and it's not Rob's fault or you, Rob's just, too goddamn tough for his own Stop. good. I think he'll learn from this and come back. He's such a good fighter, but I think too, a lot, what saved him too, is you would rock him and be like the end of the round. It was right. like, so the, he'd get saved by the bell. And I was like, oh, that is not good, man. Cause if there's like, yeah. you know, a lot of times we'd rock him and sit him down. You know, there would be like 45 seconds of, man, if, if there was like two minutes, this thing's over. Yeah. So he kept being saved by, it was like this weird just, you know, sh shit happens. Yeah, it, it was almost like the momentum of the fight was kind of like that. And I get comfy with that, like being defensive at the beginning and just kind of like step on the gas at the end. But a couple of times, I think the first time I dropped him with the left hook, I got out of time. Then when I throw the heel kicks on the face, those things were Pretty, they were pretty fucking gnarly. Yeah. And then, but when he was going down, most fighters they go crazy. Yes, man. I show experience no, just by chill. walking to yeah. them. 
Yeah, yeah, you were chill. Yeah, I think too in that fight, you're not a coming out party because you've been such a staple in UFC for so long, but I think it proved that you're ready for that next level. You know, like you're ready for those top, top contenders. And they have you ranked number five right now. And, you know, with the ranking, what can you do? Top five, I'll take top five. Yeah, top five, listen, right. five can get a title shot. Four can get a title shot. Three can get a title shot. You don't have to be number one. No. So you can, at least you're in the discussion. So for you, after being a uh, main event, Rob Font, who's a monster, going from Rob Font, what's next? Like, I, I know in the, in the news, and you tell me if I'm off on this, in the news you were talking about uh, Dominic Cruz, but, and I get that, which I, w I want to talk to you about, but you're ranked ahead of Dominic Cruz. He won't do it. He won't do it. Oh, he won't do it. No. no. They cannot pay him enough to do it. Really? I don't know why. I don't fucking know. I'll, I, I, it's almost like I already moved away from it. I was like, I'm not, I'm not fucking chasing you. But you entertained it, right? Like, didn't you? You called him out on the mic, right? I called him out right after the fight. Not in the mic, but I did it after. I was like, hey, a couple fights ago, you were complaining I'm below you and you only want something ahead of you. No, That's why, motherfucker. What's up? I'm number five right now. He don't want to do it. Now, was that just because it's Don Cruz, you don't want the, you know, Bantamweight legend, like WC legend, UFC legend? Champion. Yeah. It's as name. simple as that. It's a big name, and it's just, why not? But to me, I don't got fucking time to push another man to fight me. I move forward. Peter Young called me out, he's going to get it. Peter Young called you out. He wanted, I'm going to give it to him. Come get it, man. He Come will get, get it. Because then also, like, and I, I'm, you tell me how you feel about it. I think, unfortunately, Fortunately and unfortunately, you know, with the Sugar Sean O'Malley stuff, obviously you have a win over him. We had him here, and he, you know, he won't even reference the loss. He's like, ah, oh, I'm undefeated. I'm like, okay, you know, but it's a running joke, right? That's how he deals with it. Right. But for there's always that talk like, oh, we want to see Sugar and Cheeto again. We want to see Sugar and Cheeto. But it's like now, especially being a guy like Rob Font, you know, so I feel like you're in a different category. I think Sugar will get there. He has the talent. The yeah, kid's yeah. fucking talented, man. He but he ha he needs to walk through the same fire that you walked through, and he's going to. Now he's fighting, you know, Pedro Munoz, next. Yeah. Munoz is we'll a see. beast. He's a beast, and I think they couldn't find him a better fight on the top ten. You think they, they could have found him a better find fight? They find a smaller guy Tough with a shorter reach. No, I get that. Oh, you're saying advance for Sugar? Yeah, it, everything it's to benefit Sugar because even if you lost, you got the excuse, oh, I fought a top guy, which who fucking cares? Yeah. I beat him when people kind of come to me about it, I'm like, I don't need that. I'm not looking hype. I don't looking for three more followers. I don't give two fucks. I'm making my money. I'm getting up. I'm looking after the belt. I'm not looking after the hype. I'm not looking after being cool because I know I'm cool because I'm not funny. I don't need to chase that shit. Yeah. When you try too hard, you won't get it. To me, yeah, like, and the fans can smell it too. I think yeah. for Sugar too, it's like, it, it doesn't make sense. It makes sense for him because you're five, but for you, it makes zero sense. Did you see three fights ago? offered me this fight. And I called my coach and we went like this. Let's do this. Sean Shelby, call him first. Don't call us, you know what's up, what's up with us. We know we're fucking here. You'll fight anybody. Fight, I fight next week if possible. I'm in shape right now. They call him, they never call back. I'm like, I don't even need to talk or chase you on Twitter. I'm like, I already beat you. Yeah. You, you, you gotta claim, your, you, you say whatever you want. I beat you, you want it, you can come get it. You and any fucking body. Yep. And I think that's why fans love you. But also, you're, you know, the proof is in the pudding. I mean, beating what you did, Rob Font was disrespectful. So, and y'all loved you. And that was disrespectful to do to Rob Font. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know. It was brutal. It was yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was fucking great. I know. He's like, it's great. Yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah, do it again if I have to. I know. Which is why you're going to fight for a title. I will yeah. fight for the bill. And 
I think this year I solid I solid solidify that I fight Jan, and I guarantee everybody I stop the guy. You guarantee you, be, you stop Jan. I stop Jan. Did you see anything with his fight, his last fight? Did you see anything where you're like, oh, he's not, maybe not the guy? Because here's the thing with Peter Jan, for a while when he was coming up, I never gave him the respect that he should have uh, got. And then when he fought Al Jermaine, where he, you know, even though he illegally need him, I was like, oh, he's a beast. He's like a beast. the pressure, he's a beast. you know, yeah. He got the pressure, he got the cardio, he got a good snap on the punches, and he got balls. The only problem is like the whole world make him like this robot, like he's a machine, like he's on top of- Almost like Hamza a little bit, right? Yeah, but like right motherfucker, now. you shoot him in between the eyes, you're gonna die. He's, yeah. He don't, he don't got two digs, he got yeah. a one fucking dig. Like, yeah, well, we'll people, see. People get, yeah. well, we don't know, but yeah, people we get know. weird with yeah. that. Like, oh, it's, no one can, I'm like, yeah, I don't give shit. two fuck. You got two hands, two legs. You're in. You take a shit, you wipe the same as I do. Yeah. Fuck you, I'm gonna fight you. And maybe that get to his head. He thought he was that. Yeah, and guys fall into that trap. It's also, you know, I think for, for Peter Yan too, like a fight with you makes sense. It makes all the sense in the world for you because you're ranked five, what, Peter's probably two now? He's one. Is he, is he still one? They still have him as one? Interesting. So they have him as one. Yeah, so you beat him. And then what, do we estimate when the fight is? He won a fight in October in Abu Dhabi. October? Yeah, I said That's like, too far away. I'll say like October. On, yeah. I got two fights in October. Yeah, yeah, what are you I talking about? twice. Yeah, we're trying to get going. I say let's do it August or September in Vegas with Mandy Ben. Yeah. Don't don't five run, rounds. Don't run out. Five yeah. rounds. Six maybe. We got six. Yeah, if we Make do six fun. rounds. Let's but don't get weird with October now without it. Fuck you. No, October, bro. I'm we're trying to fight for a title here. I'm not wasting time. I'm no. running. I'm fucking training. Yeah. So so hopefully he plays ball. Cause what are you gonna do if your manager goes, hey man, so Peter Jan's down for the fight. They've agreed to it. The UFC's agreed to it. But it's only in October. Do you do, do you go, nah, I'll take somebody else earlier? Because you know if you beat Peter Jan, he's won. You're one dude. Depends who's who want to take the fight earlier. If the numbers make sense, if number two said like, hey, fuck that guy, I'm just like, see ya. Now you don't fight nobody. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody's booked now. Yeah, I know. So he have to take it, and he have to take it earlier. Yep. Because he's coming off a loss and coming off a win. A great win. Too. I know how the UFC plays. Great win. So. And dude, that win, God, dude, that win, was who, good. your family was there? They came in the freaking octagon, dad. your mom, dad, at the Apex Center. It was all intimate. It Beat the heavy. shit out of a guy. It was heavy. And my fucking dad was drunk and screaming, do this, do that, keep circling. I was like, calm down, dad. You could hear him. Oh, he was fucking going off. He was like, was he giving good tips or was he doing like the some the typical UFC, was, like rip his hat off? No, he was actually good. He was like, he was like, don't say still, move. Like he don't he don't know that word football. He will go like clockwise yeah, yeah don't stay there and yeah. when i would chop his leg was like that's it that's fucking it i was yeah. like yeah okay and it, is that, that's the first time the whole fam came and saw you well my wife and kids been many fights they're always there yeah my mom first ever my daddy cornered me in the past so he'd been he'd been around a little bit but not in a main event five rounds so. that's a lot of pressure too but did, i just did fit, you feel pressure i just fit from it everything fit negativity positivity everything makes me good yeah, you're built for it, brother. I just, I just, I just know how to handle it. I don't, I don't, I don't get off the rail because the noise. I love what Adesanya says: "Fuck the noise." Like, let the people, let everybody talk about it. Nobody's better at than uh, Izzy. 
as far as the noise, because think about it, the guy gets a lot of hate and he's a champ for a reason. He, you t dude, you're a fucking I'm, racehorse. I like that. I, I go, I, I take that. Always yes. you take the best from people like this. I'm like, I fuck with that. And I do the same thing. Because heavy lies the crown. You know, when you're champ, you know, it comes with a different, it's a different you're, you're play a different game. Well, I felt that a little bit. Many men, the whole entire fucking day, somebody's chasing you with a camera. You, you do more interviews than got, ever. Oh, you got 20 more things in your itinerary. Because well, think about it, the UFC is banking on you to sell this thing. So to get views on ESPN, to sell the pay-per-view. So it's like, uh, if you saw uh, Makachev, yeah. he's doing all these, in they, they have a camera following, he's doing all these interviews. And uh, he's, he's crying. Well, he's like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Like this. And then Khabib goes, this is real simple. Just lose, this all goes away. Just lose. If you don't like doing I love this, when just that. lose, dude. I was like, oh my God. You need that's that what advice. makes Khabib so fun. You know, that, that mentality, man. From all my itinerary, when I got it, I could be like, oh, we're gonna skip this, that, and that. I went like, painful. I did every single fucking thing. Don't fucking cry. On wake up day, did shit. Go make the way. Because Rob, you don't even make the way. That's right. I did everything. And still I made checked late. all the marks, boom. I'm first on the fucking scale. I say, I'm gonna do this fucking right. I don't train this fucking hard for nothing. No, you train hard on anybody I know. I don't You're a fucking, man. I don't go on Sundays on my only day off, do 15 miles for nothing. Yeah. When that catch is locked, somebody's gonna get fucking hurt. Yep. It could be me, yeah. but I do my best to dump Yeah, to me. make sure it's not you. It's yeah. all, there's only one way to do it, and it never ends. Oh, Bubba, it's only gonna get bigger for you. Never ends. This will only, like the, the interviews, the, the pressure, the main events, the cameras, the, the sponsorships, the pressure from the UFC, your manager, it's only, for you, that like that's, you know this, that's yeah. your future, dude. Yeah, like, it it's is. only gonna get worse. And then you go to Ecuador, I don't know if you viewers know this, he's Tom Cruise in Ecuador. <laughs> he is the, he's Jamie Foxx in Ecuador. He dude. gets gnarly, dude. Gnarly. He goes to the house, it's for, it's just, it's like fucking Justin Bieber, isn't that last, last time I visited home, it was in 2019. 2019 is the last time you went home? The last time. There's billboards I'm, and shit of them? Everywhere. I got my shirt ripped off in the mall. Yeah, I, didn't, shirt I didn't knew. I, like, you know, before this trip, everybody say hi, cool. I didn't knew, you, you don't know until you know. This last trip I went, I took my mom to the mall to grab a coffee. I thought I was a normal person, like the last time I went the mass of people coming at me and I tried to just run through it. Ripping your shirt. Break, all shirt was ripped apart. I was like, oh wow, it's aggressive. Ma ma mainly guys or girls? Everything, kids, everything. Kids. The, the lady that sells plantains on the corner, everywhere knows what's up. See, my, mine, I was in Philadelphia, I get harassed, all dudes. Just big bros, hairy bros, sweaty. <laughs> well, TRT. Thick, thick boy thing, you know? Thick, I know, I, I did it myself, it's, it's I did it myself. You did it to yourself. I did it myself. Now that's when you were back there in 2019. Yeah. Imagine 2022, which you're going there soon. He's a different animal. We need security, daddy. Like, I already, we need security. I already know. I already know, I already, like, now. Oh, let's not go to the mall and get a Cinnabon, Cheeto. You know what I'm saying? Time, yeah, yeah, let's chill out on I'm that. I'm bringing two thick boys with me this time. Yeah, I wish I could go, man. I wish I had the time. Wish I had the time. It's fun. But now, you, now it's just a different level, dude. It is. It is it's just, a, it's just a, the, how life works. But how proud, I mean, I'm sure even your dad and mom are getting fucking blown They, up. they can't believe they it. Can, can you need a cheetah to sign this glove? You know, every day. The, Mom's getting oranges, fucking. Bro, plantains. The problem. Signing plantains. The, <laughs> the, problem, the problem child becomes something. The kid that was throwing rocks at windows, going to jail for fighting on the street, fucking not making nothing right in high school. Losing his gear, don't pass with the 
with a score to go to the, ne to the other grade. Yeah. Now they're like, wow, who that are paid you? Paid off, yeah. Paid off. I was a fucking problem. You were a problem? I was. God, you're such a good person now. But back in the day, you were a problem, huh? I was a piece of shit, yeah. Piece of if shit. I have a rock piece of shit. and I see a window, it, it, was, was, it was a rock. Your mouth yeah. was water. Oh, oh, if I see a Ferrari and, you know, there's not many Ferraris in Ecuador, I'm like, let's pick the biggest fucking brick and just fucking launch it. Yeah, you, you can throw a rock at that one if you want to go old school. I yeah. try. Yeah. I try. Please just don't. For fun. Please don't throw rocks for Just ice. for fun, dude. Really? Oh, we will get out of a party being all drunk, see a nice car, just fucking kick the Just because it's a nice mirror. car in Ecuador. Yeah, and just to laugh about it. Yeah. But I pay the price. Were you in a gang? No, just dumb kids. Just you and your boys. Yeah, skateboards, just slam, street fights. Jesus Christ, dude. Everything. Now look at you. A dad. A imagine dad. your kids doing that, dude. Oh, I killed imagine, him. If, if, <laughs> imagine, your son, imagine your son in fucking 10 years, like, what have you been up to? He's like, oh, dad, we saw a Ferrari. I think it was this fucking asshole, Brennan Schaub. I fucking threw a rock right through his Ferrari. Then I got a subreddit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, it's dark, dude. He's getting, he's getting punched for that. <laughs> he's getting punched for that. You gotta have that, dude. Well, you're probably not gonna fight to maybe August. Peter Jan, August, dude. See my boy, Peter. Buckle See out. my boy, Jan. Let's do this. So we had some time. Let me feed you. Let me feed you. You can go kind of gnarly because you don't have a fight for a little bit. Not too crazy. Because you are headed to Ecuador. I'm sure the food there's going to be ridiculous. Oh, my mom. Your mom's home cooking? She already have a list oh. of all the meals I haven't eaten oh, in three years. It's nice. Oh, it's fuck. And there's seafood out there? Oh, it's good? Oh, bro. Like, what's your favorite dish with your mama? Fuck. Before I feed you a cheeseburger from a food truck. I think there's something called biche. It's a what's soup. it called? Biche. Biche? Yeah, V. Oh, biche. I, yeah, C-H-E. Oh, uh, I thought it was biche. Dude, it's a fucking soup. It's soup. With um, lobster. Dude, it's fucking delicious. Like, like, like what kind of bisque? Kind of like a tomato base? What are you talking about? No, it's like a, with a... Um, it's not... A, uh, how do you call that thing? It's not almond paste. It's uh, the other one. Not almond? Like a peanut? Yeah, peanut. peanut, peanut it's a peanut... Um, Soup. Oh, wow. With right. seafood. Oh, bro. It's, it's like a, a curry? It's a it's similar color, but it's. But with it, lobster. It, and with your mom, lobster. I bet, puts veggies. Big boy lobsters. Bro, it, oh, yeah. Put a little rice in there or what? Rice. You put lime on it. It's fucking awesome. That sounds nice. I would go to Ecuador just for that. But um, unfortunately, we don't. That food truck doesn't make that, that uh, viche or whatever. <laughs> and I'm going to give you a cheeseburger. So I let me feed it. you and we have some time. Let me feed you, brother. Fuck yeah. Oh, my God, you know I had to do it big. Like my women, like my checks, so make sure that it's there. Keep it real and make them stand up like comedian. Standing ovation, they want me to do it again. I guess that depends on my way up. Let's take a little break from chatting with my boy Cheeto Vera, man. I absolutely love this guy. It's going to be a long food truck because me and him, we got a lot of catching up to do. But let's take a little break because, listen, man, paying down debt can be stressful especially when you need to keep track of multiple monthly payment dates. If you're tired of juggling due dates, all right, you, you, you need to get the loan all down into one freaking thing so it's easy. That way you just have one due date a month and Credit Karma can help you find the best option for you. My friends at Credit Karma uses your credit data to find loan offers that are personalized to you, just for you, so you can have a better idea 
of what loan amount you can get approved for. Credit Karma will even show you your chance of approval so you can choose between loan offers that you're more likely to get approved on, all right, and can apply for with more confidence. Who doesn't want this, man? Comparing loan offers on Credit Karma is 100% free. It won't affect your credit score. You could save money, man. Credit Karma, apply with more confidence today. Ready to apply? Cool. Head to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see personalized offers. Go to creditkarma.com slash loan offers. That's L-O-A-N-O-F-F-E-R-S to find the loan just for you. That's creditkarma.com slash loan offers. What's up, brother? Hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm great, man. Thanks for doing this. Definitely. Thank you for having us. Definitely. Messy, messy burgers, man. So I'm guessing it gets pretty sloppy. It gets real messy and we keep it fresh. That's how we do it. Definitely. Fresh and messy. Not fresh mad at it, messy, man. You know. What do you uh, What do you recommend, my man? Uh, the burgers definitely are our top seller. Your go-to, the we messy burger? ground beef, all fresh, all the time. And um, definitely handmade, so definitely, I would definitely suggest that. Forget about that we got, Sammy. I was gonna say the chicken sandwich, buttermilk battered, we flour it to order, so it's definitely good. And then we also got our loaded fries, which are pretty good. We got our buffalo chicken fries, we got pesto chicken fries, um, and then we got our bacon cheeseburger fries. That's our little uh, load, extra loaded fries. It sounds like it's pretty messy. It gets very messy. In my, in my pants. Yes. Uh, what are you going to go with, Cheeto? I go with a burger. You going with the, this one, the classic? What are you yeah. going with? Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger sounds good to me. Everything on it okay? Everything. Sounds good. Uh, I'll also do the classic messy burger. Uh, no bun for your boy here. Gotcha. And then let's also do, a, uh, we'll try the buffalo chicken fries. Buffalo fries. Buffalo chicken fries. <coughs> we got you. All right. We'll uh, get that done in about five minutes. Just wait over on the other side. Thanks, right, brother. Gentlemen? Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it, man. Definitely. Yeah. Standing ovation, they want me to do it again. I guess that depends. You right? Uh, okay, I saw this in my head. Now I'm in there and I ain't even paying rent. For a minute, used to hate to go to bed Now I sleep like I'm dead Cause I made money while I slept mm. I don't gamble much Cause that's exactly how I live yeah. I'm just narrating This is exactly what I did yeah. They see where I'm at But they don't know about where I been yeah. We all gonna die So no one tell me how to live Let's take another little break From chatting and grubbing down With Cheeto Vera, man Cause the kings of crotch comfort Are back You've heard me talk about Manscaped before. That's right. Manscaped, they spent two years designing the most comfortable boxer briefs on the planet. All right. I've had the honor of testing these bad boys out. And I can say it's the softest, softest fabric ever. That Modal, I think it's called Modal. We'll get to that. But it's so freaking soft and breathable. It's like gills for your piece. Gill. Imagine if your piece had gills, could breathe and just get air. That's what this is like, man. They even trademarked the jewel pouch, all right? Because they in these boxers, they have an area that was designed for your three-piece set. Designed for it. The jewel pouch. They trademarked it. That's how good it is because they care about your piece when you don't, man. You've been abusing that thing all your life, beating them up left and right. When you're a teenager, you're just beating the hell out of that thing. Once you take care of them, show them a little respect, all right? That's where jewel pouch comes in, man. Listen, let your bulge breathe. 
Give them what they deserve. You've been beating that thing up since you were a kid. Get 20% off, all right? You can get 20% off, man. And listen, for you out there, you guys are on Rye or all these weird apps. You got the date coming up. If they see Manscaped on your freaking waistline, like, say what? Yeah, dude. Everybody knows. It's the Jewel Pouch, a pouch designed to cradle your boys with a special space, all right? It's lined with performance fabric to keep it ventilated. Who cares more about your three-piece set than Manscaped? The answer is nobody. The Micromodal, this is what I'm talking about, dude. The Micromodal, it's so freaking buttery. It's so soft. I'm telling you, you're never going to want to wear anything else. Tagless waistband hugs your body without digging into your freaking sides. You know what I'm saying, guys? You know what I'm talking about. You got the it spills over the top. Not with this, man. We got you covered, man. The front fly opens easy access, all right, because you got to pee real fast. We got you, man. You can choose from an arrangement of designs and colors and sizes. Ready? Small to 3XL, son, for all you thick boys out there. 3XL. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOB20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOB20 at manscaped.com. Once the Boxers 2.0 touch your sack, you never go back. Let's dig on in, my man. You got your standard, uh, toss an egg on that thing? It's not as messy as you'd think. No, no. It looks pretty nice, man. It's not, it looks good. It looks Soft, good. tasty. Yeah, mine tasty. looks awful because I don't eat carbs. I try not to. You don't eat carbs? You know what, dude? When You'll see. When you retire, you got to be careful, man. Because how old are you? 29. 29. Okay, you got some time. I, I, I'm 39. I had 10 years on you, dude. You'll see, man. Your metabolism slows down. And then when you're on stage, you want to be, you know, yeah, you be careful. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll get big, dude. Like, before I started this diet, I was 270. 6'4", 270? Right? I mean, what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Run. Yeah. Or just don't eat. Don't eat and get stressed out, dude. It's the best diet in the world. It happens every camp, you know, the last month you're not thinking about anything but making weight. You forget about your fighting. But, but it's just a shitty thing. What I love about you, what I love about a bunch of guys, some, some between fights when they're cutting weight, they blow up. I did a food truck with Patty Pimlet. That boy is every bit of 215. He's huge. That he blows up. Between, he, he blows up. And that's about for you. That's a short career guy right there. Yeah, it's a bad idea. God bless him, but that's a short career. Mm -hmm. But it, then you, you're, I mean, you're in shape, right? What are you, 150-ish? 152 right now. I like, I prep for this. Yeah. When you text me, well, seven days ago. Yeah. I eat less, eat cleaner, because I knew I, would, I, I was cheating today. I yeah. plan these things. Yeah, you're such a professional, man. But like, I can go out with friends. Everybody can, you know, fuck around, drink. I take a couple hits from that joint, but I don't eat the pizza. I don't eat the extra snacks. I don't. It's just not worth it. But also, as a professional, like this is your job. You want to disrespect the craft, and it's like that's that's like you never know. Like let's say, which I definitely want your opinion on. Let's say Aljamain TJ, right? Let's say, heaven forbid, Aljamain hurts his shoulder, and they go, "Man, who's ready to go?" And you know, everybody's fat. Everyone's out of shape, but they go, "Cheeto's actually always in shape." Call Cheeto, and you get this late notice, short replacement title shot. They, the UFC knows that um, I have a deal with them that I say, like, if I break my finger, I call you and tell you, don't call me in the next three weeks. But if I haven't told you my finger is broken, I fight any weekend of the year. I've been doing commentary on a Saturday, and a fight fell through, and it takes Dana. 
I'm here. I'm here. Really? Let's do it. Really? Check my weight. I'm yeah. not even overweight. It's not even like like a bad thing. I'm like 150. A 35er can't get more than that. So. Did you? Uh, what's your opinion on the the you know Charles Oliveira fought? He won, but he was. They were saying that. The, scale the issue nice. is like kilograms to weight. So if a fighter, which the majority of them that aren't in North America, they always deal with kilograms. So they got to change the weight. Do I you have any issues? I think that's bullshit because that's a bottom. You go like this, kilograms to pounds, and you check your weight. Every time I go to check my weight, it's in kilograms because the Brazilians. I used to do kilograms, but now I get used to pounds. So it changed to pounds, and your weight is the weight. Like the UFC scales are calibrated. Unless somebody jump on it, or kick it, or they move it from point A to B, they may change, but those scales are like... They're on it. Oh, they're on it. So you're not buying it? Well, I don't know the story, right? I, yeah, they said, I guess, like a bunch of fighters were like like doing stuff before, you know, so maybe that threw it off. Is, this is one thing that threw me off. Normally, and you know this, we do two pre-checks. Correct. You do one check in the hotel, a pre-check with UFC people on the blue shirt checking it. Right when you get in. No, on, tu- on Tuesday, usually, right? On Tuesday, Tuesday but yeah. this is on Wayne Day. On Wayne Day, you check on the closest scale to your room, and then the, the blue shirt, the blue shirt people will be like, "Bear is on way, whatever," on the mic. And then you go to the car, you drove to the apex or to the arena, and then before you go on the stage or before you go to sit down, they check you again. Oh, so they know. Oh, they, you know when you're not making weight. Yeah. So that's what when, if they if they do two pre-checks and this is the UFC fault or the scale fault, this will be a way bigger problem. Agreed. If Oliveira was 0.5 over, that's on him. That's on him. Unless yeah. somebody told me something, I don't know because they yeah. they do like, I walk out of my room on Friday morning, and you go and check on the lobby, and they say like he's on weight. They tell you don't drink, don't eat, don't fucking yeah, move. Keep keep it here. You jump in the car. Once you get in the apex, because my un- he, he, he was in a different state, but once you get to the apex, they check the weight one more time. Just to make sure. Just to make sure. And then there's like four guys with blue shirt around the scale looking and at And that's you. the commission? No, that's the, no, no, that's the blue shirt people. Oh, the gotcha. commission is not even here. The commission only check once you're in the official scale on camera. Yeah, so it'd be nice if somebody from the UFC came. It's weird they're not coming because I think it would clear a lot up if they went right before he got on he was on weight then he uses that scale and it's a half pound over but they don't say that they, no one said anything so that means he, he when he checked on the ufc he was scale o- he was off he was, he was off he was off and that's not one problem i saw him on wednesday hitting meat with plastics that's not a good sign really that's too early to start cutting weight like uh, on wednesday i would do like an, a a hard meat workout i would do a little sauna but it's almost to get a sweat going if you're on plastics going on you're Problems. probably cutting a lot of weight. See, but, th- and this is the advantage you have keeping it professional. Because a lot of those guys, they got to cut all that weight. So, day up to the weigh and they're killing themselves. Oh, they're killing If you hang around a, a, a manageable weight, that's the discipline. Like, you, like, tell the fighters that that blow up between fights and they got to kill themselves to make weight. Like, you don't think Cheeto wants to chill and eat burgers every fucking day and do all that stuff. But as a professional. It's your job. Yeah, and then it pays off for you during fight week. And then you're healthier? Yes. Your brain don't get fucked up. You can definitely take a better shot. You can recover if you get hit. And I'm focusing on the skills. I'm focusing on getting better as a fighter. Not cutting weight. I'm not cutting weight three months before a fight. Yeah. Three months before a fight, I do whatever the fuck I want because whatever the fuck I want for me is steak, liver, vegetables, high fats, 
like good nutrients, like dense nutrients yeah. food. Like I'm not fucking around. Junk food, yeah. And I really, I really enjoy that. Yeah. Like I eat fruit, I eat steak. Yep. I eat veggies, I eat vegetable juice. I'm not fucking around. I'm, I'm like, I put it like this. It's like a fucking surgeon, a guy that do open hearts. That motherfucker after each uh, operation don't go on a fucking cruise. No, he goes, he goes the next day to the fucking hospital. Yeah, he's not getting hammered. Coming and ha- hung over, you know, not ready so for the job. So most yeah. of these athletes, they think they're rockers. I'm like, let the rappers be rappers. Yeah. We're fucking athletes. Yep. Like, just because you hang out with a cool guy doesn't mean you can drink all the fucking day. Yeah. But most athletes don't get it because it's all hype and they think that, oh, I saw fucking Lil Wayne drink, drinking tequila. Yeah. That's fucking Lil Wayne. Yeah, he don't use he, his body to He perform. just needs his fucking tongue to do yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yep. be cool. Yeah. Was that you rapping? Yeah. Oh, that's me rapping. Yeah, yeah. I'll take it though. Oh, it's that's kind sick. of good. That was sick. Uh, I just don't get the, the the fat fight. I'm like, it, it's 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 yeah. I, like with Patty, he has this. Have you been around Patty? Never. Like with Patty, he has like this. Um, I don't know if it comes across on uh, camera. I didn't watch the food. I don't watch anything I do. But in interviews with Patty, maybe it comes across, or maybe it doesn't. I don't know. But he just has this uh, vibe about him. Like it's a fun vibe. Like he's just like a like you can tell he's just like a good happy kid from Liverpool. You know, and he's doing his thing. He's confident in it. You know, so I, I, for him, I don't think it's like such as a. Even though he blew the fuck, you know, he's the the Liverpool thick boy. Like he is big. He's but big. For him, it, it it doesn't come off as like I got this or arrogant. He's just like ah, I'm having fun, man. He and seems he seems like a really nice, cool guy. I'm telling you, really nice. So I, I'm not I'm not against that. But it's like your career can be very short if you keep fucking around like that. Yes. Because you can get away. The first camp, the second camp, but keep adding to you. Every fight can take a little bit out of you. Every fight take a little bit. Every weight cut, especially when you get to the top, because you need the the slightest advantage to win that fight. Yeah. If 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 you're more concerned about cutting weight than working on skills, it catches up. I always talk about it. It's a fucking scale. It's a what? It's a scale. You fuck around. You're drinking. You're smoking too much. Start going like that. Yeah. But then you're like sleeping well, eating correctly, going into bed, t- telling your friends you're not going out, mm-hmm. and do consistently over time. How you lose? Yeah. You're fucking doing everything possible. I'm with you. Then you just leave it to fucking to the fight. You just go and fight your ass off. Yep. And like, yeah, and the rest takes care of itself. H- how come fighters on the first round fucking faint? They they die. I'm like, you turn every day. Yeah. What you been and doing? Five minutes. You you get tired. Yeah. Also, you're a mental, a mental fucking. It's mentality experience. But over here, you're not because at, at some point I was six and one, and the UFC signed me. I got nine. I got twenty fights with the UFC now. Jesus Christ! I had no experience at the beginning. I lost because of a skill. I never got tired in a fight. No, yeah, because you can control that. It's mental. That's on you. Yeah, that's on that's you. That's on you. Yeah, like yeah. if you, you, you people freaked out. You're cool if I drink and I'll give you a Let me give it to you. Know, so most of my friends are calm so you can't drink around. Or... Let's take another little break from chatting and grubbing down with Cheeto Vera. Last break, promise. This is the last one, guys. Please listen to this. All right? Listen, right now the gyms are packed. Everybody's coming back. Society is back. But you're still like, I'm good, man. The, the, maybe your fee at the gym's crazy high. Maybe you're trying to save money. Maybe you just don't want to be around all these people. All right. You don't need to do that because you can get a great workout at your home. I, listen, I've been a Peloton guy for six years. My name on there is Thick Boy Prez with a Z. You can see me on there, the user on there. 
my obsession with bikes started with Peloton. I was doing it in the, my garage, man, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Robin's my favorite trainer. I'm doing it in the garage. I thought, let's take this to the streets. But guess what? Now I miss my freaking Peloton, man, because it's so much fun. They have world-class instructors. I'm working out to great music. If time flies by, I'm burning hundreds and thousands of calories easily. I'm getting my sweat on. You can do it from the comfort of your home. Again, Peloton has a team of world-class instructors that are ready to motivate you 24-7. It's never the same. It's never, if you're that guy, person that likes the same workout, you do the same one, I guess. But if you like new stuff, fresh, keep you motivated, Peloton's for you, man. Peloton has thousands of live and on-demand classes so you can always keep it fresh. From cycling to strength training, yoga, running, they even added boxing. That's right, dude. There's Peloton boxing, man. You get your workout and learn to fight a little bit, all right? Uh, Pelton fits seamlessly into your life. Maybe you're looking for a 10-minute upper body strength workout between calls. You have the 40-minute run before bed. Pelton works with your schedule. When you're ready to go, Pelton's always there. It's like a trusted friend. You, have you ever had a trainer that's around 24-7? That's Peloton, Daddy. That's Peloton, all right? And right now, it's the perfect time to try out Peloton because the Peloton Bike Plus is now 500 buckaroos less than it's ever been. It's the best price. It includes free delivery and setup for you. And there's more game-changing prices available on the original Peloton Bike, which I have. They also have the Peloton Tread. That's the treadmill, right? You know this. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. That's OnePeloton.com. Dot com to learn more. One peloton.com to learn more. Peloton. You know, uh, I don't, yeah, it's tough, man. But I, I still I continue you. to do it. But um, the other th- I, I want to get your take on this, especially you've had 20 fights in the UFC, you know, the number five guy in the world. You fought main event, you know, big fights, Jose Aldo, Sugar Sean, Rob Font, all these monsters that you fought. You know, and I don't know, the fans, I was talking about this on the shop show on Monday about the, the judging. If you, if, you, if, you, if you realize it's become this reoccurring theme throughout, the US, throughout our sport where it's like, can't leave in the hands of the judges. And then on, for fans that don't know this, when you're a fighter in the UFC, Dana White after weigh-ins gives you like this rah-rah speech and it's good. And he always leaves, don't leave it in the hands of the judges. They're not good. Like you can't do that. You can't count on them. You can. Which he does it for multiple reasons. A, he's right. B, if you're planning to go to decision, it's not going to be a, that fun of a fight. So he needs exciting fights. He needs finishes. But then to his point, if you look to the judges, anything goes. And I think the biggest problem in MMA right now, currently right now, it's been going on for years, but no one has really addressed it. And now it's coming to light a little more because it's a real problem, is our, we are conditioned. You, me, the, the, the fighters, the fans, the UFC staff, the owners, the, the media, everyone goes, ah, that's judging. It's like, no, 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 hold on, hold on. It's, no, that doesn't work for me. Because any other sport isn't going to allow that. We're not, they're not going to put up with it. Right. But for a reason, the MMA fan base goes, it's the judges. They get used to that. It's almost like they, everybody just accepts it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's nuts to me. And those judges over there, like, the guys that are watching a fight and saying 9 or 10, what are their experience? What they're, because some states qualify at 10-9, if you have one takedown, but they're gonna fuck you up. Other states appreciate more boxing. So it's like other states appreciate more grappling. It's like, I think we should go in. It's like, hey, this is Arizona over here. Your punching suck. So we, we want grappling. Like at least you know what you're getting into. See, but even then, that's a problem. Like imagine, uh, what sport do you like? Fucking soccer, I guess. Soccer. In Ecuador, soccer is your shit. 
I always surf. I, I, surf. I, I never okay, get that's not going to work here. Okay, uh, but go with soccer. We can go with soccer. Let's say in soccer, uh, and this is to your point, which uh, people will say this. So let's say you love to watch soccer. In the World Cup, Ecuador's in the World Cup. They're in the fucking final match. Bef- the, the referee uh, is more into uh, bicycle kicks. If you do a bicycle kick, you get three points. If you do a regular kick, you get one point. And that's his preference. Yeah. Imagine that, dude, where they're like, oh, yeah, actually that kick counts as three points because this ref prefers Absolutely. that. You'd be like, what the fuck? No, it's, it should be equal anywhere we play. But we shouldn't dictate based off the bias of the judges. But, like, who, who are who they are? Who is a commission? What what they do? Like, well, they, most of them come from a boxing background. I know, it's but a even, boxing commission. Even, even, even those guys that judge fights in MMA, they're... Referees in boxing. Yeah. It's like, how in the fuck do you say, like, it's just an opinion. When when there's a real close fight, it's just a fucking opinion. We look, like, you look at Holly Holm Vera and uh, DC. Uh, I talk, saw what he said. About and I didn't see DC's thing. I did a, a similar rant where it's like, you know, Holly, which controlled the fight and had Vera against her back against the cage. Vera, I guarantee you guys, going into that fight, her coach didn't go, okay, make sure your back's against the cage. Holly's doing a, uh, an action that is, Vera doesn't want to be against Cage. So that would be winning the fight. But if you're a judge and you don't really know what's going on or you don't care about octagon control, you care about damage, you're going to give the fight to Vera when Holly was winning the majority of the I fight. I watched it. I, that day, I turned off my phone because I, wasn't wa- I, I don't watch the fights live. I normally go bottom to top nonstop. Me too. So I turn Prelims off my phone. the main event. I turn off my phone. I get to my house like around... 8 o'clock at night, and I just replay everything from the beginning, not knowing what happened. And I was like, I was expecting the judges to raise her hand. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. But then I was like, okay, you got to rewatch it to have an opinion. But then I saw the whole world complaining about it. But it- That will change, but that's the other problem we have in mixed martial arts. It's like, that's not Holly's fault or Vieira's fault or any close decision when a fighter loses. It sucks for both of them, but, you know, it, social media and even the, the the analyst or even to me, I don't even think they should mic up the cornerman because if you can hear what the cornerman's saying, so Vieira's corner's basically saying she's lost every round. Well, if the audience hears that, they go, "Oh yeah, she's losing." Instead of coming up with their own original opinion, everything from social media monkey to the coaching, here, the analyst, it's all swaying people a certain direction. So people yeah. aren't coming up with their own original organic ideas. No one's have one. Everybody just repeat what they say. They yeah. say like, "Oh, Bernard Shop say this." Okay, I'm gonna tweet that. Oh, DC says that. I'm gonna tweet that. But yes. I like to when I wanna say something, I see the opinions, but I wanna come with my own. You have to not, have your own. not everybody do that. Yeah. And also in the counting, the counting because the person that counts. It's not the person that judge. So if you're counting one, oh, landed, landed, landed. If somebody throw a jab and I go block with my forearm, is that a land jab? Yeah, or you parry it. Yeah. And also, is that person counting like for those compu strike numbers that they give us and significant damage? How many times? How many times have they been hit? How many times have they trained to, to have that uh, authority? I have this. It's this nuts. is the best analogy. On my last fight, Rob threw like 300, like land 300. And I land like 120. It was it was a crazy amount. Crazy. So when they have the stat, oh, Rob won the fight. And it's like, yeah, it's cute. But it's like, how many punches he did land? Yes. How many punches was an elbow, elbow, block, block, whatever. You cannot explain that to these judges because they're fucking dinosaurs. But go off who got damaged. Because it's like, if you see the blocks, the person that counts, 
have the eye speed to be like, oh, that was a pair. No, that's a, okay. Oh, this, that was, oh, that land, land. Oh, that was a pair. That was a pair. Yeah, land. unless it's Floyd Mayweather, I'm not trying to hear it, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, from these old dinosaur judges. But it's also to your point where, you know, if there, you can't dictate a fight just off output because let's say for your next fight against Peter Yan, let's say it's in August. Let's hope that happens. And going into that fight, let's say it's in Vegas and it's at MGM or wherever the hell you're going to do it at. And you're, this is what I worry about. Now your coach, because it's such an issue, at your level too, I would love for you to go in there and wheel kick Peter Jan's face off in one second and get out of there and then fight for the title. That's what I hope happens. Everybody. Yeah. It's fucking, at your level, those guys are fucking good, you dude. You do that. So it, there's a good chance it goes to the judges. The problem is when it goes to the judges, when they don't know what they're watching, dude. That, that, and you lose half your pay. And then everyone just chalks up and goes, part of the game, don't leave it to the hands of the judges. It's like, wait, no, hold on. But you going into that, now what makes more pressure on you and your coach, now you have to find out who the judges are. And go, all right, what did they score in the past? Oh, this is the same judge that didn't really care about output, cared more about damage. Oh, this, this judge cares about octagon control. So then you have to game plan tailoring it to these incompetent judges. In to, 2022, it's mind-blowing to me, dude. To beat this, to beat whatever you say, the best thing you can do... Finish the guy. No, no, just above. Like, and don't let none of that get in your head and just be like, this is another fight. Fuck everything. It's me and this motherfucker. And just come as prepared as you can and just fucking Hope go for the best. Hell. I'm with you, and that's exactly what you should do. Because there's the pro- no, the problem is the culture. Ah, the, that's my problem. See, but I, if we go, ah, there's never gonna be changes. Nothing will ever get done. I hope for the change. Yeah, but it's like you're not banking on it. Oh, you I, can't. But also, it's out of your control. It's out. And what it say? Do not worry about you can look. Yeah, don't focus on things. I worry them fucking. I can put an extra mile. I can get my boxing better. I can start a little faster in the first round. The rest. It's out of my hands. Yep. Well, I don't fight, so I'll, I'll fucking worry about it. I'll, I didn't sleep last night going through different scenarios. I have anxiety and driving me crazy. Well, and I'm a, I'm a fighter. I watch every single car, and sometimes I'm like, what do you just fucking score? Like, what are you fucking talking about? Also, like, even that Rob, F- Rob Font fight, like, if you look how close that fight was again finished and a lot of things that you did, I'm like, well, those are clearly 10-8 rounds. I'm, how the fuck did, did, did they not score? And I think one of them or two of them did. But across the board, how are those not 10-8 rounds? It Explain was, that to me. It was full dominance. It was like... Yes. I, I did whatever the fuck I want. Yes. Going to the fifth round, I, I asked Perilla, I'm like, coach, I'm winning this fight, right? Because, <laughs> because these judges are crazy. And he's yeah. like, you are winning on my eyes. And he said this, fuck my eyes. Go and finish him. And he, but and see, that's what, to me, is so alarming. Imagine any other major league sport. Imagine if the Dallas Cowboys are playing the Denver Broncos, and they go, and the, the Dallas head coach goes, uh, hey, guys, just so you know, this ref doesn't value passing. He only values running, so let's run. The way we're going to win is we have to run more. That's You'd be like, true. that's what fucking insane. But in yeah, MMA, right. we go, that's how it goes. You're right. No, you're right. It's dude. nuts to me. I'm with you. Yeah, it's nuts. Can, but I you shouldn't argue. worry about it. Let me worry about it. I'll, I'll have the sleepless nights and worry about it. And it's fucking crazy. Isn't it crazy? It, it, I believe even if with shitty judges, 
if they say in the scream who won the round live, then I can be like, I get robbed now. I want to fuck you up. At least I can change the energy. Yeah, a, a lot of because I think uh, DC, I saw uh, on Shop Show, Chim brought it up where someone goes, what about open scoring? And uh, Big John, I don't think, likes open scoring either. I don't know a lot of people that like open scoring. The reason I like open scoring is because at least you can get at least crazy. you know at least the guy who even if he's winning and he's like what that doesn't count then you can adapt and kind of change the trajectory of the fight and let's see they give the other guy the run that you clearly won and the other guy's like fuck it I'm winning this fight let me just start to hug you yes that's the be that's the easiest time to hurt somebody when yep. they're avoiding the fight. You they're playing it safe. Yeah, you just fucking throw. That, that's why I think Dana said open scoring. He's like, the problem with that is, let's say it's a five-round fight, and let's say, like your Rob Font, uh, fight, for example. Let's say the you know uh, first round, second, third, you start taking over. But let's say you're up three rounds to zero, and you see it on the open scoring. That fourth and fifth, I think what Dana and the UFC staff is worried about is, oh, people are going to start holding back, playing it more safe if it's open scoring. If they don't know, they're like, oh, I gotta no, get this guy no, out of here. that's fine, but let's see, I'm three rounds up. I will fucking never get in that shield because that's, a, that's the easiest way to get hurt. That's you though, brother. You know what I'm saying? There's other guys that are- I fucking go to hell. I, I, if I'm losing three rounds, I bring the fucking you're a army. You're an Ecuadorian banshee if you're down three rounds. Yeah. You've never been down three rounds. But, yeah. but if I am, I'm fucking- yeah, you better come prepared. I'll bring some yeah. hate to that yeah. motherfucker. Uh, let's move on for this because we're never going to solve it here. Um, <laughs> yes, I get fired up about it, dude. I, the, I I'm sweating. Crazy. I, get, I, I, I couldn't sleep last night thinking about it. It happened to me before. I lose half of my money and you fucking, and the whole en entire world is like, fuck that you won. That don't help. That don't help. That don't help. S same exact thing. Granted, one of the boring fights in UFC heavyweight history. I beat Andre Alassi. I beat him so bad in the back. He goes, you won that fight, dude. I, here, I'm going to give you my winning per my win purse. I go, dude, it's not your fault. You did what you're supposed to do. The judges fucked it up. I won that fight. What fans don't understand, what the public don't understand is, it, when you get screwed over in a, in a fight, like you are talking about, you got screwed over, what they don't realize, you're getting half your pay. You're getting half your pay. Your coaches are getting half their pay. Your entire training camp, your kids' school, your, your mortgage. Your life. Half, your life is a half. So imagine at work if you didn't know what the, what the boss respected and you hand in your final project and he goes, ah, oh, man, I want you to use whatever, uh, some other format. It's not the format. We're going to give you half your salary. Would you guys be like, ah, that's how it goes. It's so fucked up. And then on top of that, you cannot move up on the rankings, you cannot fight something better, and you cannot ask for more because you're coming off a loss. And the UFC will hold it against you. You go, loss, a loss. You're like, no, what? You know I won that. Like, Sorry, dude. Like, it's, on here it's a loss. You're like, so you're fucked. And also, especially in your weight class, it's murderer's row. So one loss, you're going back in the queue. You're going to have to walk through a fucking demon to get back to where you're at. Probably a few demons. Yeah, couple. But no one, but again, Everyone just goes, part of the sport, that's not working for me. All right, let's move on because I'm going to go nuts. Um, TJ Dillashaw, Aljamain Sterling. How you feel about it? I got to go with TJ just because the, I got a, a more personal relation with him. Training out here in Orange County? Stuff we, like we trained for a while before, and I just feel he have, he's a real wrestler. You know, he can... That's that Fullerton, like... He can defend the Tegron. And in the striking, in, in the stand-up, Aljamain 
he's a great athlete, but he's not a fighter. He's not a fighter. You don't think he's a fighter? Oh, and he's athlete. I, athlete. I bet my house he's not a fighter. Yeah. If Shed goes sideways, he will give up. Interesting. Yeah, he, TJ will not. TJ, TJ is will the not. Lance Armstrong of the Yeah, he's, he's, he's not saying PDs. I'm saying like his mentality. Yeah, you know no. I'm saying like you're gonna have to kill that. Yeah, kid. you gotta you gotta put him out. He's or a you, fighter's fighter. Or you're gonna kick his ass. But all you've been showing the past. He did it with Asunsaro, with Brian Caraway. That's how much of MMA I watch. He just, if things go sideways for him, he's like, yeah, you can take it. I can live another day. In, with other guys like TJ or myself, I'm like, fuck you. I'm dying yeah, right you now. Kill me in here. You yeah. kill me right now because I'm not going home like a little bitch. Interesting. But all you mean, it's a great athlete with a great wrestling. Good jiu-jitsu. His good jiu-jitsu is on top. Is or on, on your top back. Or He's on your back. back. He's good at taking the back when guys like Jan defend by giving the back, defend like a Which wrestler. Which is insane. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a grappler. I'm not giving you my back. Never. Rule and if you take one. my back, like Aldo did, I fight my ass off to get out. Hell yeah. I, I'm not just... That's jiu-jitsu. Like, no, it's life or death. Like Jan was like... Yeah, he was chilling. He was like, what do you do here? Yeah. I, I stand up twice and put out... Like, even in that round with Aldo, I did more work than he did. Agree. But it is what it is. I'm not going there. But I believe um, TJ have the wrestling to stop the taking, and then in the stand-up, he, he will have to fight. Yeah, and his cardio is nuts. He too. got cardio. Both have cardio. And, and then TJ here, mentality-wise, there's nobody stronger. He's man. very competitive. So competitive. So that's a there's good fight. It's, it all comes in how healthy TJ is. He's coming, he's coming off a knee, a heavy injury. Yeah, bad knee. And like, you're not getting younger. So like all that, we, we just don't know. He knows how he feels about mm. that. And him is a little younger, so maybe that can help him. If it was up to you, would you rather fight Al Jermaine or TJ? So if you get through Peter Yan, when you get through Peter Yan, would you rather fight Al Jermaine or TJ? I personally don't like Aljo, so I would like to kick his ass. Well, you don't like him because you don't think he's a real fighter? I don't like his personality. He, mm. He's, he's a little bitchy, he's a little diva, so I just don't like the guy. And I, did that come from when he got illegally need from Peter Yan? No, or way before this that? comes when years ago when he fought uh, Brian Carr, we started crying like a little bitch. Like, oh, Caraway. I don't, yeah, I don't get promoted, this and that. And he was like, okay, bro, you want to get cameras in your face? They promoted. He went and lose like a, like a little bitch yeah. in his car with. And that rubbed you the wrong way. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, this guy's crying for attention. They give him attention and then goes and fight like a bitch. I'm like, what do you want? You want to be famous? You want to be a fighter? Yeah. So it's just like, he's a little dorky guy. Like he would talk online, but face to face, he wouldn't do nothing. Yeah. I punch in the face if, if you want it. Yeah. But then when we saw each other, it's like, ah, kind of like, ah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that stuff. And dude, I, you know, I, I love you. You know this. Like you're such a fighter's fighter. I think that's why people are drawn to you. And then you also have a great personality. And then you're a great dad. And obviously you're the number fucking five guy in the world. I think you should be retired, but that's not my choice. So... You have all this stuff going for you, and I know you're down to fight, whether it was on the street or in the octagon, but there is a thing, because when you look at like what Masvidal did to Kobe Covington, it's, to me I go, right. well, sucker punching a guy isn't gangster I, in any fashion. I, but I don't do that. No, I, no I'm I, not saying I, you I, would. I, I'm saying like that, that mentality. Like, you, that's like, bullshit. It's bullshit. You got to tell the guy, hey, let's go tie, or hey. Get ready. Correct. Like a man. I'll yes. be like, yo, I'm here. I'm going to kick your ass. You, you either fight or you run. Mm. But from behind, I can do it. Yeah, there's nothing. And I love Jorge. Lo That's my boy. Masvidal, one of my favorite. He was on here. He's such Even a good person. Even if he talk about his wife and kid, I will face him first. I will come from, from the front. 
I wouldn't come from behind. Yeah, and yeah, he, yeah, he, you know, I'm from Miami, from the streets. Yeah, I get that, and maybe it's because the streets of Denver are different. But it's like the sucker punching, like up to a guy that's not prepared. There's nothing gangster about that, sir. There's, there's nothing, nothing. There's, there's nothing, nothing hard. Manly there's nothing, about it. No, there's not there's, tough. There's not. Like that's for bitches. That's for people that don't have horrid skills. That's what they do. I that and that disappointed me, and I think he realized he kind of messed up there. And then also what disappoints me is. Colby pressing charges, it's like, you guys go back so far, dude. You guys used to be roommates. I get it. Fucked up your tooth, all that. Fucked up the Rolex, scratched the Rolex. You don't sue the guy. This is, if I'm Colby, this is what I do. I tell the UFC, hey, I'll drop the charges if you put me and him in the main event again. Let me beat his ass and pay me more pay-per-view points. Because otherwise, he's going to be on the shelf getting sued. Right? That's a, that's a good negotiation. That's a good point. But look. If if a fighter like a like a like a real person like Kobe, not a not a troll, talk about my wife and kids, I will fly somewhere to find you. I, I'm I'm not gonna play this game like oh fuck your mother too. I'm like, or I'll just wait. No, the, the, he, and I but think, I'm, I'm gonna be like I'm here and then yeah, I'm gonna yeah. run to you and yeah, and you're not gonna sucker punch him. I think not from behind. Yeah, the, the, I, I don't know. I did it in the past. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good, yeah. But I did it to a guy that was beating a friend. So it was kind of like... What do you mean you did in the past? A guy was kicking my friends as too bad. And I just went like, you know, fuck it. Boom. And yeah, then, I get it. Your buddy's getting beat up. You gotta, you know, you gotta and then they, all, all his friends That's jumped. Different. So I kind of like paid it. But just like if you see your enemy sitting there, no, you don't go like that. I would yell his name and be like, get ready, motherfucker. Yeah, there's no respect in that. There's not. Yeah, I think Jorge's learning the hard way right now. You know, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. It's a fucking bummer. Fucking, yeah. From behind. How, where are you at? Because, uh, again, you're a fighter's fighter. Where are you at on, like, the Jake Paul, Logan Paul stuff, like these YouTube fights? I fucking like it. I'm yeah, like, good for them. I'm like, fuck, dude, they're making money. Good yeah. for you. I don't hate on that. Yeah. You can hate on somebody that is doing well. Yeah. That's a mar- Unless they're, you know killing people, stepping on people, doing it the, the wrong way, yeah. they're all like, oh, you're a piece of shit. They're fucking great, dude. Yeah. I'm happy for them. I don't fucking know them. Yeah. I, maybe I, I like them, maybe not if you I shake like their them. hands. You would like them, yeah. But I'm like, I'm a stoke about them. I'm like, these fuckers came from fucking Disneyland, like dancing with fucking <laughs> ballet dresses, and now they're fucking badass. And I'm like, yeah. good for you. Yeah, making all the money. Yeah. Making all... Fuck. I don't dude, know. J- Jake I, I Paul was on Forbes' top... I think 40 richest athletes. He was like 44 million this year. Dude. He was on Disney, everybody. Dude, he was dancing ballet not a while ago. Yeah. And right now he's fucking on the pillow of money. Yeah. I, hey, good for you, motherfucker. Yeah, that's where I'm at. On. High five. You, I don't yeah. hate I don't. But why people hate them? Two reasons. Two reasons. Go ahead. They got more money than the hater. Yep. And they got more attention than the hater. Correct. And the hater is a fucking loser that don't fit from nothing and only gets fucking dry and dry. Yeah, they're, dry, they're, dry. It's what, yeah they're mad. They're right? mad. Like it's, it's, the, it's a reflection on themselves. They're mad. Anytime they're like, there's a hater or Fuck 12, that guy. Yeah. You made it because you're fighting all guys. Yeah. Hey, those two all guys that he beat, they were in the UFC. Yeah. So somehow those two all guys are kind of badass. So I give it to him. Yeah, man. And he put out coal. Both of them. <laughs> Bad, Both of them. Yeah, respect. Dead. Yeah, Face respect. down, ass up. I'm like... Respect. I don't dislike them. That was my same thing with like Francis and Tyson Fury. And I've had uh, Francis on here, you know, a bunch. I love Francis. And I want the Tyson Fury fight for him. Do I think he's going to beat Tyson? No. No, no, no. Come on. But I want the fight for him because I want him to make more money than God. 
because what you guys have put yourself through and the sacrifice you've made with your family and you know and you're not compensated how you should be but you know they're trying their best it's a different conversation but yeah. with Francis it's like I want him to get the even if he goes in there and gets knocked out in three seconds he will he's still making back. his kids 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 are fucking set financially he will send the check man that's what I want for him yeah yeah I don't get why people hate on that stuff I but that's the thing with that's the problem with social media today it's so powerful that all these undercover pussies yes. have an opinion. That's the great thing about me I learned from fucking the Godfather right there. Joe Rogan? Yes. Post and drop. Post Don't, and ghost. Or drop. I yeah. call it drop. Okay. Don't go and read what they say. If if I wanna check what my mom says, I fucking call this beautiful lady. I'm not, I'm not, oh, my mom says, mijo, that's awesome. And then this guy, <laughs> lloser.com says, fuck you and your mother, you yeah. piece of shit, your daughter will die. I'm like, ah. ah. Yeah, this isn't good. You can, yeah. you just, social media is so powerful that all these opinions and now we see, even if we don't want to see them, they're there. If you subscribe to it, if you give social media that power. I don't give that shit. But what we're seeing is like, you're, you're seeing a lot of celebrities and athletes for that matter, you're, who are I think are leading by example, and even a lot of comics too. Like if I do a set, I'm not reading comments, man. Okay. I know where I messed up. I don't want. I've never had someone give me a comment where I'm like, oh, that's a good note. I'm going to use that in my neck. Never. never. As a fighter, I never read a comment. Oh, you're right. I should have used this more because they, you know. If you post a video grappling, bro, you gotta box more, bro. You gotta kickbox. Then you post a video throwing a hundred kicks. Bro, come on, get that wrestling sharper. I'm like, this has been like six years that I don't pay attention and I'm a happy person. Yeah. And some of my friends, they're fucking on a battle. Obsessed with it. I'm I like, know. yo. They're like defending you. Are you fighting like, with your I wife? I don't need this. I know. And it's like, no, it's motherfucker. I'm like, calm down, click, have zero followers, got no picture. Motherfucker, get it together. Yeah. You're in a and fucking out. loser, too. Yeah, in and out. And to your point, the Godfather with, with Rogan, you know, he's a guy where especially during the height of the vaccine stuff. And they, he got, to, to me, that's when I learned that. And even that's when I dropped my own special, my own network, because it's like, as comics, you see, everybody wants that validation from Hollywood. Then when I saw Hollywood turn their back on Rogan, I saw the way the media treats Rogan, I'm like, oh, I'm not like, I'm out, man. I, I'm not like them. I'm out. I'm going to do when it all myself. they were attacking him, I will say stuff in Spanish like, hey, fuck everybody that's talking shit to him. I got a lot of backlash in Ecuador. Guess what? Suck my dick if you don't like my opinion. Yeah. Like, eat it on f with balls deep down. <laughs> I don't need you. Yeah. It's just my opinion. But yeah. I also notice scrolling, finding all of them. No, yeah, but also it's like what you're trying to accomplish, you can't, you can't put power into the, the opinion Never. of social media. Of nobody. Anybody who's doing anything worth the work, worth uh, doing, no one's making sure that they're validated from social media. Nobody, from nobody. I, I think as time goes on, more public figures, when they speak about that, because I know it's so many people that don't, they go, I post, you have to, but then I don't read anything. I think the more people are outspoken about, the more it's to educate the, the youngsters. You because know? what the youngsters see, they see, they will find somebody with some kind of push that do something really stupid and they want to like, oh, that's the way. I'm like, no, kid, it's not going to work like that for you. If you go, like, for example, the, the drama between Kobe and Jorge. Yeah. These kids go to high school. Hey, I'm going to fuck your mom. And that don't go well. 
Yeah, I don't. But to me, uh, and this is where I started. Oh, this weird talking story. about somebody's wife. Yeah, I don't. I don't know when it became okay to talk to the, your opponent like that. And in, in, in like in, in again in all other sports, I know UFC is different. That's why it's grown so big. But I don't know when it was okay to step across that line and bring family into it or religion. Because because there's no. Let's say I go online and I go on one of these guys and just say put a comment. On his, anybody with the wife, I'm be like, fuck, I want to take her. The UFC will, maybe the PR will be like, hey, delete that, but I don't get a 50,000 fine, yeah. which I should. Yeah, I agree. And that's why most of them get balls. They're like, you know what? I can do this. I can fucking. But they also, they're doing it because they know it's going to get attention too. Because social media, the algorithm is set up for to the most views. Negativity is that what is is what is promoted in the right. algorithm, which isn't good, man. But look, look what happened. Guys like Colby, I started finding now. Oh, your wife, this, your mom, this, your kids, this. You get soccer punch. I don't respect that. I will hope you got a baseball bat and put on his fucking knees. Yeah. And just tore everything. I go to jail on peace. Yeah. Because I'm like, you don't talk about my wife and kids. No, and if no, you no. do. You're gonna pay the price. Yeah, I'm fucking full. Yep. I'm not gonna talk, but I will see you one day. Yep. No. That's what, and I don't talk about no one's wife or kids no. either. I'd be so disappointed if you did. I can do that. I, I you, know, you never would though. I like can. fighters aren't really doing that. But I think what gave kind of the floodgate for that to be accepted is Connor with with Khabib. You know where he's talking about your wife's a towel. Your wife and the Muslim, and so I think fighters go, oh well, he. Uh, monetization-wise, is the most successful guy to ever do it. So that's what the UFC likes. So then the UFC didn't discipline for throwing the, you know, the fucking dolly and all that stuff. So I think the fighters went, okay, that's how I make all the money. And it's like, no, it's not, dude. What happened if that dolly will get some, like, Raybor got fucking, nothing happened, but he got glass on the eye. Who's that? Raybor. Yeah, Ray Borg, uh, Rose. Rose got so, petrified. What happened if that dolly hit somebody in the side of the neck? We wouldn't be talking about it right now. But, yeah, but it's like the UFC didn't come down harsh enough on Conor because he's such a he's the biggest name ever. He's do the it. biggest name. So I think it somehow the lines got blurred, and the, you, once the toothpaste is out of the thing, you can't put it back in. So now they're like, well, and then they have a guy with is one and on the UFC going crazy. It's like ah, oh, bro, not you, yeah. but that's a narrative. It's like okay, how I get good? Yep, I'm with you, brother. Well, you never change. You just keep. Taking care of your family, going to Ecuador, being Tom Cruise, eating your mom's food, <laughs> beating the shit out of people. I can't tell you how much we're rooting for you here, and you know this. Appreciate uh, it. Before we let you go, though, I know you're sneakerhead like me. Uh, we no, usually yeah. give sneakers on here. Uh, sometimes on short notice, my boys at Suplex in Philly can't make it in time, but for you, we made it on time. So I hope you dig these. I hope you're a fan. Uh, I have them. They're some of my favorite shoes that I own. If these are your favorites, I'm going to put them on my feet. These are for you, my man. Oh, it's the least I can do. Sweet. I don't know if you're a Yeezy fan, but these are the Yeezy Zebras. I am now. They're also the comfiest shoe you ever have. Oh, yeah. This is now, sweet. you might get robbed in Ecuador wearing those, so I will <laughs> leave those here. Unless you have security. I will leave them here. Yeah, man. I'm taking fucking vans out there. I'm they're the comfiest shoe in the world. These fucking sweet. They're also dope as hell. Appreciate you it, You deserve bro. them. Everybody, if you like them, I can't I wait for you to be Peter Yawn, man. I'm going to kick your Russian ass, bro. And that, right now, that's hot take. Uh, this is number five bantamweight in the world. Number one in the hearts, ladies and gentlemen, Cheeto Vera. <laughs> hey.